Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood? This is the California Penal League podcast. Um, I, If we had recorded earlier than when we are right now, I would have been a lot more confident in telling you that I think the Cleveland Guardians have still got the juice because it would have we were originally going to record not long after Josh Naylor hit three consecutive eighth inning home runs to put the Guardians up in that series against the Angels and on after that Sunday game when they held on for dear life I would have been like hey this team has still got the juice a little bit but then they looked like total shit the next two games and in the Chicago series and lost that series salvaging a third game in what looked like it took a Herculean effort to score three runs to beat the White Sox in the day game uh, in the getaway game. So uh, juice wise, I'd say the guardians are not particularly full, Um, but here's, here's my one, here's my one fact before I toss it to you guys that will blow people's minds if they haven't thought of this yet or seen the stat um (laughs) we do this every year i'm sure we're we're victims of it to some extent here i think you i think the three of us are pretty level-headed um which is probably saying a lot but there's not believe it or not believe it or not going into thursday's game at 19 and 23 your cleveland guardians had the exact same record in 2022 bingo and that is bingo crazy in fact they were 19 and 23 or 1924 before they went on a heater so wah, wah, wah. <laughs> sound and uh, insert sound effects in post-production there uh <laughs> we'll get the team yeah. on that yeah yeah our team's on that uh they they know what sounders to, to put in there bingo I said last time we recorded that I still think we could get to 86 wins, and I still believe that that is an outside chance at winning the division. Yes. I'm not a believer in this Twins club um, that's currently in first place, nor do I think that the Detroit Tigers have the staying power to remain tied with us in second place. Um. All it takes is a couple little 
five, six, seven game win streaks. And we can get there. Yeah. Sprinkle a couple of those in. You play 500 ball the rest of the season. Boom. We're there yeah. we're in the playoffs. And we'll probably get bounced by like the like the Baltimore or I was about to say Oakland A's. Holy cow. No, not <laughs> them. The Baltimore Orioles in the first round. But I think I'd be okay with that if a few things happen. And that's a tease. Oh, I, I like it. Yes, I. You know, I. I know we were at the same place last year. Um, I'm. I'm more optimistic about our starting pitching. Another great out outing from Logan Allen. Bybee's looked great. Savali had a really good start for the Clippers. Williams Logan Allen is, was a dog though in this dude in this last White Sox game because he like got, when he loaded the bases. We talk about that second inning. Yes. We got to talk about that second inning in, in a moment. Yes. Gavin Williams is lighting people up. Um, We're going to get McKenzie back soon. Bieber had a really weird outing where Zunino just continues to let this team down. And Bieber even, Bieber's pretty tight-lipped. He was even talking about like some of the uh, pitch calls that he was getting. He was pretty frustrated with, um, you know, indicating Zunino what we all uh, believe is just not calling games well. Um, so and I, I have stats to back wise, that up too. Perfect. Starting pitching wise, I'm in a, a much better place than last year. I think we just have tons of depth yep. and we just have a bunch of good young guys. So I'm all in there where I'm hesitant to rely on the good old. Well, we've, we always start off poor. Okay, I'm I'm optimistic because we're only three games back of the Twins, and they have two starting pitchers who are pitching out of their ass. Sonny Gray, pretty consistent, but like, just they got off to a really hot start, and we're only three games up. They need to be up by like mm-hmm. six or seven games for how poorly we've been playing. Um, where I am nervous though is our offense is atrocious. I don't yes. know any super quick fixes. And any kind of fixes that we might have, it seems like our manager is really resistant to implement. He is very persistent on keeping Ahmed Rosario in that two hole. Very much wants Zunino for some unfucking yeah, but godly. Are, like it, it just Zunino probably has nudes of Terry Francona at this point. He he has to, or he like or I mean he, like or he he's threatened to steal the 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 Vespa. Which I you know I get he's <laughs> super attached to that. I, I just I, I don't know what we're doing with some of our young guys. I'm not saying, yeah, we gotta replace but Bo Naylor and replace we gotta get rid of Rosario. But like why are you calling up guys then? Like why are you calling up Tyler Freeman who is just like knocking the cover Racing. off the ball and he's just like not doing anything? And then when he's gonna get in, he's gonna struggle because he's gonna have played three times in like twelve days. So like you're not setting anybody up for success. You're no one no other teams handle their young guys, how we're handling them. And it's beyond, you know, manipulating, uh, you know, their, their years and stuff like that. I can, I see that. We handle, that we handle our prospects. It's we so handle weird. Our prospects with it. kids gloves. We do. And then we don't we're want to afraid, trade them either. We're afraid to like, we're we don't afraid want to like, upgrade. they're like a, we're like a, they're like a toy that you get on Christmas that you're like, I don't want to open this just yet. Like, you know, I don't want to. It's just like, it seems like there's two very clear upgrades we can make. We need to upgrade right field and we need to mm-hmm. upgrade catcher. 
Shortstop, I think we can solve that. I'm hoping Rosario can balance out. If not, you have Rokio. Like you have options. So I'm not gonna I don't think you hey, want you want I will say this anything for that. But two the way Rokio needs was, like what are we doing? The way Rokio was playing at third base today. Holy cow. Like a middle infield of him and Jimenez, nothing is finding a hole there. Oh yeah, those are two Tito, of dudes who can flash the glove. But then Tito and, and, and Rokio is probably going to be about the error that he had, that Rokio had. Because God he made, forbid, he know. made a freaking two freaking snags. The only thing that I actually, I actually give the team somewhat of the benefit of the doubt on most things here. Um, I think it's actually pretty. Def- I think it's defensible to some extent to say try to ride out as long as you possibly can with Zunino and Gallagher because you have to like definitively say like it's over and we're we're going this route um I'm I'm of the belief there will be like some phantom Zunino injury because they don't want to like DFA him and I think that at some point he'll be on the IL and just like never return unless they need what's what's the point if you're gonna pay him pay him and get his ass off the team no, when the starting pitchers or, or the pitching staff as a total have an ERA approaching five when he's behind the dish, it's time yeah. for him to go. And if he can't I, I get agree. a hit over the course of three weeks, he needs to go. I, I, I agree he's with you. Guy, he can't even throw guys out. He's yeah. airmailing balls into the outfield. There's no at this point. There's Classe's not confident yeah. in a lot of his cutters because he's worried that Zunino is going to like I, you know, Classe's had his issues this year, but I think two of those blown saves or just him being completely uncomfortable with who is catching. He's in his own mind. He's like, I can't throw this stuff because ass hat back behind home be plate is not going to stop three. it. It's going to be catcher interference. No, I'm so done with Zinino. It's it's five million dollars. Let's okay. cut our losses and and move on from him. And that's fair. I think at this point, I think at this point, a case has been made. Collect like the case yes, is there, yes. and I think they're ready to do it. And I think by it's, June. You'll see. Yes, if, if, it's, if that's yes, I I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. I do think I think it's defensible that they've run it out to this point because you really don't have any. Other, it's like you and have to it's, know. It's fair. It's fair to have ran ran it out this this long. I will, I I will give you that. I will and say Gallagher that it's can fair. stick around as a defensive guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yes. he calls a decent game. Uh, I think it's also defensible that you have just stuck with Ahmed Rosario in the two hole because who else do you really put there right now? Nobody's hitting. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter where anybody hits because nobody's hitting. So at this point, it's just like until somebody shows you something, you kind of just got to put some, a lineup's just a lineup, right? I mean, yeah, you can configure it and like top the lineup gets more bats, but right now, it's not like Andres yeah. Jimenez is really doing anything with any yeah, extra at bats. If, if he if he had been tearing the the cover off the ball, I agree. That that's one that I I'm I'm just like it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. The, now on that note um, with Rosario, on the note with Rosario, the only thing that to me feels odd, and it goes back to your point a little bit, Fabs, about like talking about the the error with Rokio is that like there seems to be this weird thing in the organization where they're like, we got to get Gabriel Arias at bats. We got to do it. And like, we got to find a way for him to fit. And they'll like bend over backwards to get this guy in the lineup. But with Brian Rocchio, they're like, your ass is going back down. 
when the moment yeah, Jose comes Ramirez back, comes back this back weekend, and it's, it's going to be this weekend. Yeah. And to me, I don't understand the hesitation by the organization to, to like block him because they have some obsession with Gabriel Arias because they're trying to salvage that trade or something. And it's like, okay, great. Gabriel Arias, like we were joking about earlier, it's like hitting that home run today for Gabriel Arias bought him another month of being able to hit 160 because yeah, remember that time he, he hit a home a run? Yeah, remember that game where he had two hits? And that, that'll be it for the next month. And you'll just be like, well, that there you go. But like, so that's what I don't understand is, is I understand that like, because he's a middle infielder, it's tougher to find a role. But like, we've talked about this before. Ahmed Rosario isn't necessarily doing anything to warrant. No. Getting just the lion's share of playing time by default. So I'm not saying DFA him. I'm not saying cut, just cut ties with him because you can easily keep him on the roster. And he will get hot at some random point, like he always does. But you tell me you can't find a way to get Brian Rocchio at bats when every other team in the majors is calling up their high Im- like impact prospects and just putting them in the lineups. Like I don't. Yes. That's it, what's it, super frustrating. So I, I I think the Ari is saying. Here's my theory on this. We went last episode. We went through a whole list of guys that the team gave up on, traded away, who are now just knocking cover off the ball. And they're being so uh, persistent with Arias because they gave up on the wrong guy this offseason, possibly with Nolan Jones. They gave him away for nothing. And granted, he's playing for Albuquerque. Dude, has, he's hitting 348, 12 home runs. It'd be really nice if we had like a consistent right fielder right now, wouldn't it? And so I think this team is like, so anxious because you know a season ago you had all these prospects lined up all these middle infielders someone's gonna hit right and and now like little by little they're getting rid of certain guys that they think they have a handle on and then those guys go off and and who knows maybe you know it's just a season yandy diaz you know to be fair yandy diaz has been out of the the organization for like five seasons so him finally having a year where he's doing something like that's been a bit like, and, you know, Ramirez was in the way, so that was never going to happen. But I, I think the Arias thing is, like, really because of Nolan Jones. I think they're so nervous about getting rid of the wrong prospects because they haven't hit on a bat in, like, quite some time. And they know offenses. If they had a good offense, this would be, like, one of the top three teams in the AL. But they don't. Easily. Mm-hmm. I have a, I have a theory on Arias. Fabs, and it's something that you brought up in a text. <clears throat> Ooh, yes. But your 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 idea was slightly different where I'm going than what I'm doing. You had said, you know, hey, stick Rokio at shortstop, move Ahmed out to right field. And I know they've tried that with Arius, <laughs> you know, for a couple games. And I'd like to see him maybe commit a little bit more to that here coming up. Because I just pulled up his stats for his minor league career. In high A, when he was 19 years old in 2019, he had 17 home runs over 120 games. Mm -hmm. He did not play during the 2020 season. But 
in both 21 and 22, he had um, 13 home runs. And he has hit 300, 280s before in the minors. Now, I'm not saying that there's going to be a correlation that he's going to come in here and hit 300. But we were saying a couple last episode how much we would love for a guy to hit 260 with 20 home runs. Yeah, that'd be great. Please. Well, could he possibly, because I don't think he's, I I, I really don't think he's the long-term answer at shortstop. I think it's going to be Jimenez. And I think you're going to see Rokio over at second. And I think Tyler Freeman ultimately becomes your, Utility guy, if you choose to stick with him, I would much rather prefer them. If that's if that's the route they're going to go, I'd much rather prefer that they trade him to get something and just bring in a, an older veteran to fill that utility role. But yeah. Arias, could he... Because, and, and we're going to talk about guys that we gave up on too early. Harold Ramirez. Mm. Yep. Oh, my God. Dude. Don't get me started. Rokio's not Harold Ramirez. He's not going to hit 310, 315. But could he hit 260, 270? Oh, oh you, mean, you mean Arias? I'm sorry, Arias. I'm sorry, Arias, Arias. Well, could Arias hit 260, it, 270 and so give possible. you 18 to 20 home runs? It's possible, but... He's got an arm. If, yeah, there's just not... It's just like one of these days, I'm going to need to see... Oh, yeah. Well, give me a I, week. I, give me I, a I week say, where, you, where you do uh, have a hot stretch, where... You 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 know carry the team for a few days like you that, have to that's, at some that's, point produce. I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm willing to give him maybe through mid July, as you jokingly just said. You know today's game is going to buy him another month, and I'm kind of buying him another month, and that's fine. I mean he's only 23, so I, I'm not. The thing is, like, I'm here's the thing. I don't mind Arias getting the at bats. I really don't. Um, you you want to see stuff. You want to see results. I want to start to see something. Yes. And I, I cannot deal with. It's like I, I, I can't have you striking out fifty percent of the time. Yeah. And hitting the occasional home run is fine, but come on, dude. And I don't mind the at bats, but you can't tell me that there can't be some way that you're not getting Brian Rocchio and Tyler Freeman regular bets too with the way that this team is hitting. I, there's no right. I'm sorry. It's not that is as that is malpractice as a management. I was, management how, just, about, I was yeah. just about to say that word. How is that incentivizing them too? It's like great uh, like you're just going to give them as much rope as possible. These other guys as much rope as possible and then I get a single game I go two for four and then I don't see that bat for like another week. And I'm just sitting here. Like I wouldn't even want to be on the fucking team. I just like trade me to like a shit ass organization where I can get some actual playing time, become an all-star. And then you regret like getting rid of me because it's, it's just like this, this organization can't develop shit when it comes to at bats. Like, we are so bad at developing. Like, it just, and also just never do a trade with the Rays again. Like, please, 
Just make that an organizational yeah, like, God. secret <laughs> menu item. If the Rays call you, find out who they want and don't get rid of that guy ever because they see something in him. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that that's, that's my, mo- my, that's my biggest point of frustration. I think with the team right now is, and I'm not even saying this isn't even like, uh, shaking up the team that much. These guys are on the, f- the active roster. I right. think you a can lot make of these, this work. These, yeah. A lot of these changes can be made internally, like right field. I'm not positive on, but shortstop and catcher. I think you can, you you can do that. You can do that so and easily. But we've we've talked about that, Chris. Right field is such an easy solve. Trade some assets. Well, get a goddamn proven all star for right field. Doesn't even need to be an all star. Just a guy with can, a pulse. Though. You have the assets. Like you, you're they're just going to rot and become worthless. Just bundle an extra person or two to get a like a super proven guy who's not too expensive. You want to know a guy who's making a. Uh... Five million dollars this year. He's wasting away. He's also injured right now, though. Too. Who's that? Tyler O'Neill. We have discussed Tyler O'Neill. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you could probably get him for nothing, honestly. But I mean, he's another guy who hits, you know, two sixty, but has got some pop. Like, ah. Uh. Well, look at the look at the way that the Angel series, the 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 frame of that Angel series changed when you had it was one guy in Josh Naylor, but look at what it does to have a guy who can hit three run a three run homer or or you know carry your team with one swing of the bat. Um, it's it that's baseball. It completely changes everything. I can't, it it is tough, 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 tough to watch this team. Hit dribbler after dribbler <laughs> in the well, infield right well, now. I mean, like it, w- w- when we go down anything more than three runs, it's it's, it's over. tough no, to it's watch over. the team. It's you're like, it well, is. by some miracle, maybe they come back and win this one, but I'm not going to count on it. And they're they're but, winning. Get, when they win a game, it's like the White Sox afternoon game, three to one, two to nothing. It, it is really hard. I can't you know, remember and, the last and game where. It was like a five-run win. I don't even know if they've had a five-run win this year. This year, I don't know. I don't. I'd have well, to, when they did I, against the Angels, Classe almost gave that game away. That's right. That game was really. I mean, yeah, I think their winning run came to the plate or something, or mm-hmm. the go-ahead run or something. Um. Yeah, I mean, and and what's what's frustrating is, you know, you come off that Angel series and you immediately are deflated and lose the White Sox series and they just can't it's because they don't have any momentum offensively there's 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 nothing there um, you lose Naylor you lose Naylor to an injury and then you, you lose Jose uh, to and Ramirez Jose. That, I mean thank yeah, you Jose I get that back. Naylor's doesn't seem too serious but that's the problem if 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 we're gonna we just need to get a you know win four or five then you yeah. win three or four then Maybe okay, two game losing streak, but then you win four in a row. Just have a nice fifteen game sample where you go ten and five. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's easy. It, it's easy to say. 
the, the, the rotation is the only thing. The rotation is the only thing that makes me even remotely. Most of the bullpen. I'll give you most of the bullpen too. Bullpen actually has been pitching fairly well. There's only one guy um, that I got a, a <laughs> DFA wish for. Is. If I, I shouldn't even say DFA. come up and start in this rotation, I'm going to shoot somebody in the fucking face. Oh, I'm I, say there's no much. way. You'll never see it Because I keep again. seeing I updates from about how, how great he's doing in AAA. If I uh, see yeah, he had on one. Mound, he, he had like one good game so far. I here's my hot. I don't take. think you'll ever if, see him again. There's too say, much young uh, talent coming up. And it's not even a hot take, but I don't think Plesek ever sniffs Cleveland in a Guardians uniform ever again. No, absolutely not. There, we can hope. Yeah, I, I Did agree. You see- I, I think because the young guys are doing so well, I and with Savali coming back like in the next week probably um i would find it very unlikely too i mean you're talking and about McKenzie a rotation right, right there too you're talking about a rotation where they'll be compelled to bring up gavin williams at some point this year no matter what and so it is conceivable that you, that by like say august you're looking at a rotation down the stretch of the last two months that would be bieber mckenzie Bybee, Allen, and Gavin Williams for one reason or another. That's your rotation, potentially. And that is killer. And if you then if you then look forward talking to you, Fabs, about your idea about um <clears throat> using like assets for a bat, I know I say this all the time and I really should appreciate it more, but if you're thinking of like a future rotation that like could be something like McKenzie, Bybee, Allen, uh, Gavin Williams, Gavin Williams, and then like whoever, Joey Cantillo, Peyton Battenfield, right. whoever the you hell. Still, you still have Cal, you still have Savali. That yeah, were just you still like, have Cal yeah. and Savali. If Bat- you went, Battenfield, yeah. If you went to a team, if you went to say, I don't know if the Angels have the friggin' pieces but if you went to like maybe the blue jays or you went to the orioles or you went to some team where you were like do you want shane bieber and like a couple prospects and you went and got yourself a great young player that you could control for like four more years the rockies um God, they're tough. They're tough to deal with, man. Because yeah. you just don't know. You don't know um, what's going on over there. <laughs> yeah, and you just you never know what to like believe. A, you need a team that's going to be because where you're going to get the most from it. You're going to need a team that's a fringe playoff team that has money. That's Hold like on. they're like where they could be like we could realistically sign him or a team that just has. A I lot have of so like the Padres. I have a, I have a team Phillies. in mind. I have a team in mind. I don't know if they have the assets though. Or if they'd be willing to part with him or with anything. How about Miami? They always have young. Talent. Yeah, but yeah. they wouldn't, they, they don't, they can't afford to give up any more offensive pieces. I don't even know what they have in their minor league system. To be completely honest. <clears throat> yeah. Or, um, or I'm just Baltimore. looking at, team, I'm just looking at some teams right now. I mean, basically I'm going like, okay, who's a team that's kind of, you know, who would, you know who Arizona. would do it is Arizona's got a lot of outfield talent too, dude. I would if Arizona w- was like, well, well, I don't know if they do it with any of their young, like actually good young um, outfielders. But they have so many of them. 
Yeah, but not, but like half of them stink. Like Alec Thomas, they just sent back down because he was terrible this year. Uh, Corbin Corbin Carroll's good. They'll never trade him. No, that, that uh, Dominic Fletcher is really solid, but apparently he's like a Michael Brantley esque contact hitter. Doesn't really have power. It's like I don't need another one of those. No, um, I, I want somebody again. My mo is a guy who hits two sixty, who can hit twenty five to thirty home runs. If they were, uh, dude, honestly, if they were like. If they were like, look, we're gonna, because here's the team that would do it. They're out of it this year, but let's say they're like, we need starting pitching, and we we're gonna come back next year or or something. It's like, I, I already mentioned him in the last episode, but it's like, just go to the Cardinals and be like, we'll give you Shane Bieber, uh, give us like a a couple prospects we like, and like Tyler O'Neill and Paul Goldschmidt, and we'll just like call it a day. They got that. They got that one guy out of the bullpen who pitched for Columbia in the WBC, mm-hmm. that I've started falling in love with. Forget his last name. You could. But, you uh, could get Bieber's he's, the he's, one name. Bieber's the one name where you would say you could almost ask for anything from any team. What about if you dealt? And they would have now. the resources to re-sign it too. Yes. What about Tatis? With the understanding, you keep him for four years. You don't. You don't. And let if we're not paying that much, if, if they're covering yeah, some of the deal, yeah. Because yes, because I yes, know he I signed a fourteen-year yes. extension. Yes, and so I would then do it. because then you can flip Tatis. Because if he's hitting, if he's performing where we think he'll continue to perform, then it's like cool. You have him for eight more years. Like whoever you're trading him to is like cool. I you got you want an MVP caliber guy f- covered for seven years. Yeah, and I mean, you're do it. yes, one hundred percent. And and our Padres would do it because the, you know they're going to try they and sign pitching. Juan Soto. They're going to re pitching. Going to sign Juan Soto. Juan Soto can play right field. I know Tatis is playing it right now, but they need starting pitching more than anything. He can be against the Dodgers. God. That actually is Fabs. That you son of a gun, man. You've done that's it again. Not bad. And I would do mm. it because, and I'm only doing it. I'm only doing it with the understanding that I think it's a it's a completely dead scenario in which I don't think they could sign Bieber. I don't think it's happening. Yeah. So I would totally do that move as well. I'd even throw in some prospects because they probably will want like, I don't, I don't care. Just throw in a couple prospects. None yeah, of I don't pitchers. care. You're getting a MVP caliber bat, a guy who can hit 40 home runs. Yeah. Yeah. I want it. Yes. That solves your problem. That solves, that literally it solves <laughs> yeah, all your offense. Because, because then you got Naylor, you got Ramirez, you have Josh Bell, you have Tatis. Those are your four sluggers. Then you have your on base guys. It, even Bo Naylor might develop into a 15, 20 home run guy, but like you completely reinvent the offense. And then suddenly Jose, you know, very comfortably is batting third with Tatis behind him. You can move, oh move everybody in the lineup. Could you imagine the numbers Jose would put up with Tatis behind you him? You can even have Jose bat second. Oh, yeah, that would be pretty Ooh, great. That's juicy. Jose yeah, batting yeah. second. You could, if you want Tatis batting third and Naylor fourth, if Naylor continues in his psycho rage Hulk mode right now. Okay. Yeah, that's the only, that's the only like drastic move where we're kind of living in fantasy land a little bit, but oh, that's a lot. there's, yeah. but there's so much, you know, I, I'm not saying they're going to like, they don't even need to be like a world beating offense right now. They just need to get back to like having respectability. Yeah. Being like, being like league average. Yes. <laughs> like yes. being league average. 
Oh god! If they could do that with the way that the pitching staff is starting to develop, you'll, they'll be just fine. But like the way it's currently constructed, it's not going to happen. Like the bottom of the order is making me break out in hives. I can't watch Mike Zanino and Miles Strago back to back. That's like a, a that's a nightmare. It's just just turn it off. Go just go to the next inning because you know what's going to happen. That's when well, you I, use the bathroom if you're at home or you get up and yes, go to the concession stand when you're at the stadium. You know, go and get that it's beer like, since you're so people are so concerned about the pitch clock now. It's like just wait till the bottom third of the Guardians order is yes, up and you'll uh, be fine. But you but, know what? You you bring up you bring up a th- uh, something something that you said fabs with let, let's play in this fantasy world even though you know like it is fantasy and having young pitchers i i, I, I let me back up i think the formula is to have young controllable pitchers yep and having two to three respectable bats in a lineup surrounded by guys who are getting on base. Like, and I'm not reinventing anything. Like if you really stop and think about it, and I'm sure people, when they listen to this episode, they're going to be like, this guy is a fucking moron. Like I could have told you that, but sometimes it is like the most simplistic explanations, but no, it is. It's like having a young uh, a quarterback on a rookie deal. Exactly. Those, yes. Yes. Those young, affordable pitchers allow you to to spend money go, elsewhere. Exactly to to yeah. get mercenary bats because you get yes. a Joey like a Joey Gallo, which we should have gone for. But but I think He's making like nine million dollars this year. That's it. I know, and and we had oh. the illusion of Oscar Gonzalez. So I get why they didn't try to upgrade right field because it was like I totally understand well, this, it. this. Yeah, it makes sense. But mm-hmm. but I think. Going to the trade deadline, assuming they're within five, six games, or they could be winning division if they turn on. I think the, I'm going to give the front office the benefit of the doubt that they know they need to add a bat. Like I, I think they that's like very obvious. And if they if they don't see that, then like I I don't know if we're ever going to see a World Series at least for like 20 years. Because even in this hypothetical, adding Tatis for four or five years, that really. Even in giving up a Shane Bieber, you are probably not this year. You know, let's, you know, basing it on a trade deadline trade. Probably you don't get too hot this year unless unless we are in striking distance and then we catch fire in October. But that gives you probably, you know, three to four good cracks at a real legitimate shot at a World Series. In this American mm-hmm. League. Yeah. And the Astros are starting to show. Oh, warts. yeah. I love it. The Yankees, they can throw money at everybody, but they still. Lots of sticky problems there, man. Lots of sticky I'll tell you issues. what, yeah. Right. Yeah, they got plenty of problems. What I'm saying is you're going to be starting to get into that conversation. There isn't uh, right now. There isn't a dominant AL team. No well, one scares well, me. Hold on a second. Okay, the Rays. Okay, the Rays. All right, that's okay. it. That's it, though. Right. Genuinely, that's Rays. it. I would say. I, I yeah, that's fair. I, yeah, I think. Uh, but again, but, but come on, Yeah, the NL though. There's like three teams. I would. I wouldn't want to face the, right now. The only team I wouldn't want to face in a series is probably the Rays. 
maybe the Astros just because they've been there. Uh, yeah. But the NL, yeah, but the, like, the right Tigers now, the are so Astros beat. have, like, no pitching. The Astros have lost true. all their starters. I mean, they have nothing left. That's what happens so, when you – yeah, I know he's been injured, but when you lose Verlander, he's your workhorse for four yeah. years. Yeah. Well, they, they went from a workhorse staff of, like, Verlander and Cole when they won to then it was like, all right, they had Luis Garcia and Jose Arquiti, um, and those guys are both on the shelf. And then McCullers is always hurt. And so they're just digging deep into the well of the minors. And it's like, they're kind of there where the guardians were at a few times in the last few years where it's like three, three, four fifths of the rotation is just young dudes, man. So, mm-hmm. um, and guys like Bregman are showing signs of being older and, uh, yeah. uh Altuve's hurt. And yeah. Brantley's not coming back. He had like, I don't, a shoulder I don't know if thing. Brantley comes back at all, dude. I know. Well, that he, makes me sad. Gained, I love him. He did that whole rehab stint, and then he had, like, shoulder inflammation. Yeah. I, just, so, I wonder if they just go, we're going to shelve you, buddy. Yeah, it's probably over. So, yeah, I mean, they, you know. But, but, the, point being, but the point being, you, you take a big swing like that for a guy like Tatis. But, yes, right, right. And, it, ex, well, first of all, expectations drastically change. As they should. Yeah, and this what? team, uh, th- here's sort of the weird thing about it. it here's like some the some the somewhat concerning thing about the roster, and and why I would almost say like they have to consider a move like that with an asset like Bieber because it kind of presents a unique situation. Is everybody's going to hang their hats on George Valera? They're like, well, once George Valera is here, it all will be Dude. well. He's in the package. And, Put him in the package. Well, there's not, <clears throat> there is not much power to be. There's not much power that I would believe in coming up. No, I, we talked about this last episode. I don't believe in any of the power that we have in our organization panning out at the major league level because well, I haven't seen it for like a decade. But that goes to something that we haven't talked on just yet, and I'm sure we will as we get closer to the All Star break. But how about we draft a Freaking bat or two. College bat, preferably. Steve, you provided us with a few names already of guys that you were intrigued by from the college ranks. We have something like five picks in the top 120 or 125 picks. Take a few. Yeah, take a few chances. Take a couple bats yeah. in there. I'm sick and tired of all these other teams drafting college bats and fast-tracking them, and they're reaching the majors in three years. And we have to hope and pray on guys like George Valara, John Kenzie Noel, taking six to seven years to develop because we signed him as a 16-year-old. Right. Like, a lot can go wrong from the time that you're 16 to the time that you're 23. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, and they just don't. But even when they draft bats, they never they they haven't recently drafted anybody who even profiles. Well, no, they're pro, they're, any, they're drafting on the guys who profile like Stephen Kwan and Will Brennan, and that's not a bad philosophy. But sprinkle but in a nice couple to guys, like, yeah, sprinkle might be nice in to a have few. a few options. <laughs> you know, like like a couple guys who like if something if they developed, you could see it. Like the like Stephen Kwan is never going to hit. 20 home runs. It would be an no. insane proposition. 
It would almost Brennan's be an insane never, proposition if for him to hit 10. Hey, by the way, where are we at on outfield home runs still? Two? Dude, I can't. I can't believe Where was Arias playing today? Where was Arias? Oh, Arias was at first base today. Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> the, they're on pace for, for eight. Yeah. I'm telling the over under was dead on, man. <laughs> until we make that sucks. Until we make that trade and the new outfielder hits fifteen in the last two months. I mean that's a Paul joke. Goldschmidt, that, we it, can get him for nothing. Like why like why can't we just do anything? Like I I know I know it's not gonna happen right now. They but will it's just like they, my they, God. It's frustrating. It's hard to so thinking ahead, it's like, okay, so this weekend you have three games against the Mets on the road and some juicy matchups, juicy Ooh, pitching yeah. matchups, Ooh, very juicy, but you're about to go through. A, you're about to go through a meat grinder of cookie Carrasco, uh, Verlander and Scherzer. And you're like, okay, we'll see where this goes. Then you're back home again against the white Sox into next week. Um, and then, uh, Chris, you probably have the schedule, uh, of where they're at. It's tattooed on his back. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It um, got real messy because he keeps doing each year on top of the next. Yeah. Yeah. My wife's like, why do you keep doing that? Just, She's like, why? Why do you keep doing this? And I was like, I love him so much. You don't know. So, and then he looks in the mirror, and it's always backwards on his back. Yeah. So then it's so, like impossible to tell. Yeah, it's like just, what? It's, it's it's a hot mess. He needs um, his wife to read it to him. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's Chicago. That, oh, and then the then Cardinals come. Louis. Oh. Well, good. They can just pull that trade off for Tyler O'Neill yeah, and amazing. Paul Goldschmidt. And just he can just get on here. the bus. Yeah. Follow and then they Baltimore. Go, then they go to Baltimore, yes. And then we got out the Minnesota and Boston. That's Minnesota. not easy. That is not an easy stretch. No. Um, the White Sox aren't pushovers. It doesn't get much easier with after, us. It does not get much easier after that either. Um, <sighs> Again, yeah, because you're 500 look- ball, get a couple small win streaks mixed in there. I mean, June. June, you're looking at uh, on the road against the Twins, uh, get, at home against Boston and Houston, and on the road at San Diego and, and Arizona. That is not easy. Um, so, you know, at some point, it, I, the, the issue is going to be forced. You're, you're entering the, at the end of May. I think it's clear that there's some things in motion. I think internally sure. they're they're no doubt talking about all this. Um, I don't know. I don't know how we're only three games back. That's like a, that's a miracle when I watch it. Is. Well, and the it twins, is. twins have a lot of issues. The, the twins have a lot of problems. The twins are, the twins are I'm trying to think of a good analogy. The twins are the mansion built on um, a landfill. It looks We're a mansion nice. built in like Kansas. It looks it it's looks like, nice. This is great. But the it's foundation is anything. the foundation is god awful. Yeah. I mean that's a yeah. pretty bad analogy to come up with on the spot. But nonetheless. No, I like that. I think that's solid. I think you too. Know, well, they're they're a team that's just constantly snake bitten by injuries. And yeah. they just don't have they're, they're offensively they got the same kind of problems is that you're talking about lots of guys that are just underperforming and you know guys like jose miranda where it was like hey this might be a, a new piece for the for us moving forward they already sent him back down because of how did you see him did you see that video of aaron savali making him look like a 
Ooh. Oh, was that him swinging at that? Pretty, that was I'm, him swinging. I'm pretty certain someone uh, identified it, that as Miranda. Yeah. Oh, when he got corkscrewed into the ground. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah. For those who don't know, Savali threw this just beaut of like a break. I, it looked like a breaking ball. And Miranda just, like you said, Steve, corkscrewed himself into the ground, like fell over. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was beautiful. It was, it was hilarious. Yeah, I mean, you know, their um, their pitching staff's pretty damn good. Um, I'll give them that. Their their starters, they're they're deep. Uh, but they they're built very similarly. It's a great starting staff, a very suspect offense, and like a a, a very good to great bullpen at times. So. It they're similar teams. It's just going to be a matter of like which which one can get hot. Yeah, really. Yeah, who can get hot and have that eight game winning streak? I think that's really what it's going to come down to. Is like it's going to be like an eight game winning streak. Whoever gets it and avoids a long losing streak will probably win the division. With, I mean, I said eighty six wins last week. I think yeah, I think it's gonna be eighty three to like eighty eight wins will win the division. It's it's it's, it, it's gonna be the division that we all point and laugh at at the end of the season until they like whoever wins it makes it to like the AL championship and then yeah. they're, they're yeah. super annoyed. We need to fix how we do this. Yeah. It's like one well, down. No. Yeah, just beat them. Let's <laughs> do better. Can we stay in the central forever. Yeah, I mean, um, let's see the Twins. Yeah, the Twins have a their league average offense WRC plus. So the Twins have a 99 WRC plus. Cleveland has a 77. I mean, it's almost unfathomable how bad they are offensively. Again, you know, we Naylor was just getting hot. Jimenez hasn't done anything. Bell hasn't done anything. Miles Straw got off to a hot start and has faded. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm skipping two Jose's guys purposely. Been okay. Jose's been like, Jose's been good, but been, the teams have been able to work around him because they don't. Right. They haven't had to fear anybody else. With some and internal moves, numbers. I, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I had two things that I was in. A, I wanted to quickly touch on before, um, kind of wrapping up. Um, two, one of the guys that I purposely skipped was Mike Zanino. Like, and and to the point of, we've been dancing around this for for the last probably two three episodes, but I finally started seeing the stat pop up where I don't think pitchers trust him, and his ERA for the games he's caught, the pitching staff has a four eighty six ERA. And he's yeah. getting the bulk of the playing time. I mean, as he should. He was the, you know, big free agent signing. But Cam Gallagher, who had who threw two guys out today, by the way. Yeah, I saw like, that. That was and and the one came up in a big situation. I forget who I think it was Tim and um Yeah, Tim Anderson. I think he tried I think he was trying to steal a base. And then the very next guy hit a double down the line. Late yep. in the game. I was only half paying attention, so I, I apologize. Um, 
But pitchers have a 223 ERA when he's behind the dish. We're talking almost almost a three run difference between those two. And, and again, the sample size is not apples to apples. So I get, it, you know, hey, maybe he makes Cam up Gallagher's, for his bat, though. Well, today, uh, <laughs> today, that's <laughs> Gallagher, yeah, at least. Uh, he Dude, had a, I, I'll take, hey, man, look, you know, our catchers have uh, wrapped out one hit in May. Yeah. And, uh, now we've th- they've thrown out more more hitter they've thrown out more runners than they have hits in May at this point. <laughs> today alone, today alone, today in one day, in one, in day. one day. Yeah, uh, and I get I get that you know catchers are having a more difficult time throwing guys out. I think last year they were throwing out about a quarter of all base stealers, and now it's down to about twenty percent. Like I get that that was kind of to be expected. But we are so well below that average. Yeah. It's just frightening. So, with that being said, let's bring up that bow. Come on. Let's just bring up bow. Well, yeah, this would all be like, this would all be well and good and and whatever if if there wasn't somebody who is, like, proving that there's nothing left to prove in the minors and and playing well enough to get the call up who plays at a position where you're telling me Bo Naylor couldn't get more than one hit in a month. Exactly. I mean, if we're going to take our lumps, if we're going to take our lumps this year, I'd rather take our lumps with Bo Naylor. I want want to know what he is. Yeah. I need to know what Bo Naylor is at at the major league because like at this point, what what are we doing here? Like if I had a crystal ball, I could look into the future and say, okay, as currently constructed, the club is an 84 win team and they uh, finish in second place in the division, you know, three games out. But if Bo plays, they're a uh, 80 win team, 79 win team, somewhere in that ballpark, and they miss the playoffs by seven games. But Bo gets valuable playing time down the, you know, for the season, and, you know, there's no learning curve next year yeah sign me up yeah yeah that's more than fine like sign me up and the other move i'd make too that we didn't talk about is in the bullpen we haven't talked about our whipping boy this year yet on today's episode <laughs> this week. But he hasn't pitched <laughs> he hasn't pitched it all this week well he's I mean, very quickly what, what, losing uh, Karen Jack's very quickly losing his ability to pitch in high leverage situations. I mean, now we have the back end, Class A, Stefan, and Henches. Mm-hmm. And I would almost even Sandlin's been getting Santos. some play recently. And Sandlin's getting yeah. some. Sandlin got some. Yeah, he got the win today, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, he did. Know. He did. Yeah, he did. He did. Okay. One of those weird. Uh, well, De Los Santos is still a workhorse, and Eli Morgan is still giving you what you what you need. So, mm-hmm. really, the outlier, Morgan. the big outlier in the bullpen this year is Karinchak, and very and Curry, Xavier Curry. We forgot about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been a nice. You know, I'm not concerned about the pitching staff. I'm I'm no, 
I'm like, Dude. this is great. This is this is where it needs to be. <laughs> yeah, so I'm there, fine. There'll be, I'm there'll totally be some fine. bumps. Yeah, pitching staff. If they if they had a top twelve offense, they could win the World Series with this pitching staff. Yes, I top twelve in all of baseball. Yeah, or just in the okay. If they yeah, had a league not, average not offense, oh, well, okay, if say. you just well f- flip flip the stats, and if they had the Twins offense. Which is ninety nine WRC, but literally league average, mm-hmm. right? They'd be over five hundred. They'd, yeah, they'd be they would be, they'd be four leading or five the division games up on the Twins. Yes, easily. With with the way our pitching has gone, easily. Yep. <sighs> anyway, all right. Uh, do we have a pitch clock question to get to get us out of this? I think you owe us one, Steve. Hellscape. Do I do I owe one? You owe um, one. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. I got a quick one for you. I got. I got. A, I got one for you. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Hold on. Let me get the stopwatch here. Um, okay. All right. All right. Who wants to go first? We'll see the question. Okay. The question will be: When do you envision Gavin Williams coming up, and how do you see it happening? Oh, all right. Who me, wants it in 18, one... 18 seconds? Okay, I, I got, I got it. Or twenty I got seconds. It. I, got, got I got it. it. I got it. Yeah, yeah. All right, you ready? Yep. All right, go. All right, so Gavin Williams gets a September call up, um, mm-hmm. just because I think we already have so much depth in the uh, the starting rotation. It's a September call up, and he's kind of used as a long guy out of the pen. Um, nothing too exciting, but he gets his feet wet. 18 and a half. Very good. Perfect. All right. Um, Fabs, you ready? Yep. All right, go. I think Gavin Williams comes up in August. Uh, I think he might start a couple double headers, get some work in the pen. I think he's going to do exceptionally well. And when we trade Bieber, inevitably, he'll be right in that rotation next year. Quick and efficient. 14 seconds. Um, Are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. Ready, go. Honestly, I think he's up here in July. I just don't see McKenzie or Savali being healthy the whole year. I think one of them is going to have a setback and get hurt again. Probably Savali and Williams gets the call up and, and eventually takes over. 13 and a half. Yeah, I, I just Savali don't. Does I, I genuinely. Time. You, guys and, and two, I, you guys brought up two great points that I didn't even think about. <laughs> you, Fabs brought up double headers because let me find some wood and knock on it. Dude, we've been pretty lucky any, this year. Yeah, it's like, just we've been pretty lucky. And Benfield <sighs> is looking like just at, like just a huge ass outlier where it's just like. I well, he's, start, definitely, I he's definitely the guy who gets demoted. He's definitely yeah, the first guy I, who gets demoted. No doubt. Um, and, but but I will say this. He's shown me enough where if I needed him to make a spot start, totally, I wouldn't fine. be like, yes, we're screwed. You know, I'd be like, right. okay, you know, like if he gets us, you know, four plus innings, let the bullpen take over. I could, I can live with that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. In a double header. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but just like, but I, yeah, Steve, I think that is a great point. Cause yeah, it's the, the chances of McKenzie 
and Savali yeah. coming then, off of injuries. Both of them and, still and remaining healthy. healthy. The year. And we, yeah, yeah, we've still, you know, three-fourths of the year to go. So, Right. Uh, yeah, I just don't see it happening. Like, w- no. unfortunately, like somebody. Yeah, you brought up a good point with the injuries there, too, Steve. So, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so maybe he does get a start. I'll, I, yeah, I, I think, I, I'll I think he'll be my... up sometime this summer. June, June, July. What I mean, what he'll is, right. I haven't looked at his numbers lately, quickly. Oh, boy. They're very good. God, he's <laughs> quite I knew excellent. they were. I knew they were, but yeah. I'm, I'm probably missing at least a start since yeah. I last looked at them. This uh, okay. ju- it's quite juicy. This, I, I am no longer, I mean, I, I wish we could keep Bieber. I'm no longer worried about Bieber leaving. I, we might not have like a definitive ace for a couple of, a year or two, but we have just a bunch of really good, good and deep. And I'm very okay well, with that. And we've said it before. Mm-hmm. We will ha- we'll have a rotation of a bunch of twos and threes. Yeah. And, and theoretically, yeah, Gavin Williams might develop into that. Yeah, McKenzie might develop into that. I don't. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. I do know McKenzie is good in the postseason, so that's a McKenzie's, like he'll, McKenzie is to me is flashed ace stuff. The only thing I think keeping yeah. him from that is con- the consistency and the injuries. Yeah. Yes. Like he's not consistent enough just yet, but I also think injuries play a part in that. Yeah, but I feel good. About him going up against pretty much anybody oh, yeah. in game one. Let's go for it, dude. Yep. I have a good question for us next week. Ooh, write this down before I forget. I almost kind of want to do it right. now, but no. <laughs> All right, write it down. Write it down. All right. All right. I think that uh that gets us uh gets us home so uh we will reconvene we'll be on a little bit of we'll be on like a week hiatus because uh i'll be out of town uh going to see future stars of tomorrow in nashville uh to see a sounds game and seeing the reds and yankees so watching the stars of today beat the crap out of the reds so that will be uh that'll be enjoyable (laughs) so uh going on a little baseball trip and then uh we'll be back after uh the Guardians kind of close out May and we'll kind of do like a May retrospective, probably looking ahead to June would be my guess. And uh, either lick our wounds or get excited for that vaunted uh, Guardians run that they do uh, around this time every year. So we'll see if this year is any different. Uh, until then, rate, review, subscribe. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Obviously, you're listening to us now, so you already know what the hell you're doing. And uh, we'll catch you later.